0: When evening came, his disciples went down to the lake, where they got into a boat and set off across the lake for Capernaum. By now it was dark, and Jesus had not yet joined them. A strong wind was blowing, and the waters grew rough. When they had rowed about three or four miles, they saw Jesus approaching the boat, walking on the water, and they were frightened. But he said to them, It is I. Do not be afraid. Then they were willing to take him into the boat, and immediately the boat reached the shore where they were heading. The next day, the crowd that had stayed on the opposite shore of the lake realized that only one boat had been there and that Jesus had not entered it with his disciples, but that they had gone away alone. Then some boats from Tiberias landed near the place where the people had eaten the bread after the Lord had given thanks. Once the crowd realized that neither Jesus nor his disciples were there, they got into the boats and went to Capernaum in search of Jesus. John chapter 6 verses 16 through 24. It's an easy illustration to tie storms into trials. We do this all the time. The storms of life, we say. Trouble can come like a flood. Suddenly like a tempest, such things can come. Misery feels like rain pouring down. It's not a far leap to make the whole thing a metaphor. Storms are frightening and unyielding, and sometimes our struggles feel like that too. There's a subtle theme in the Old Testament concerning water, or the deep as it is sometimes called. Water is turbulent, it can be destructive, it's powerful, it can be terrifying, especially the deep of a massive and unforgiving ocean. Yet God is God, even over the deep and even over the scary waters. The Lord is enthroned over the flood, the psalmist said. God is God over the storms and over the waves and over the depths. He is God over all that scares us, and because he is, we don't have to be afraid. When a storm kicks up on the Sea of Galilee, Jesus is not with the disciples. They are in the middle of the deep by themselves when suddenly the storm comes and they are all alone. But there, out of the darkness, walks Jesus. He walks upon the face of the deep. He stands in the midst of the crashing waves. The waters hold no fear for him. The storm causes no concern. He is unflappable in the midst of worry and chaos. And he calls out to his disciples, I'm here. Don't be afraid. And if we believe that he is truly unchanging, that he walks on top of the waters and that he stands unconcerned in the midst of the storms, then of course we have to trust that he stands on top of our trials and he is anxious for nothing in our own fears. I'm here, he says. I'm standing right here. And because I'm standing right here, you don't need to be afraid. I am literally standing on top of your storm right now and my feet are solid and secure and so are yours. Notice that this time Jesus doesn't end the storm. He does that elsewhere in the Gospels, in a different storm, speaking to the waves and causing them to come to an end. This time Jesus doesn't actually stop the storm, but he stands in the middle of it and he carries his disciples safely through to the other side. We're never promised that in life every storm is quickly going to end. We are promised that there is peace available in the middle of any storm. It's not that we get to avoid every storm as followers of Jesus, it's that we will see Jesus standing with us in the storm, and suddenly the storm won't be so scary anymore, and he will bring us through safely to the other side. For your consideration throughout the day today, think about ways in which Jesus has showed up in one of your storms, past or present. How did his mercy and grace show itself, even in the middle of the trial? And how might you show up in someone else's trial today to be an encouragement to them?